Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. I'm here today with my lovely guest, Kashara. What's Cash. up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Cash with all the ass. Period. So I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple weeks back, you guys know I had I had like a little hiatus moment in December because of everything that was going on in my life. But like I said before, I was having technical difficulties <laughs> with my equipment. So, and this has happened more than once. Amen. I'll bring somebody in. We sit down, have a great conversation. Oh, my God, that was so good. The energy was great. The conversation was good. It, the material was there. And I play. I'm like, hey, you want to listen to it before you leave? No sure. sound. <laughs> no fucking sound. So... Cash was one of those people. She came in. We had a great conversation. A great fucking conversation. It was amazing. I think it was the best one, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we had a great conversation, and it was fucking shit. The audio was shit. Couldn't be used. So, here we are again. Part two. Part fucking two. <laughs> we did our test run. I'm looking at this audio right now. We're picking up sound, so... Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> the remix. The remix. The playback. <laughs> Run Wrap this around. shit the fuck back. <laughs> oh, Cash. How are you? How are you doing? I'm great. I'm well. I'm blessed. Highly She's favored. Lit. Amen. Definitely lit. <laughs> how are you? I'm great, girl. Tired. You sit tired. I'm over here looking like Mamiana of the year. Yes. <laughs> Tax time. Bro, it's <laughs> <laughs> she working hard, y'all. Putting taxes, y'all. Working hard, or hardly motherfucking working. Okay. <sighs> so I'm glad that you came on here because I feel like we are one and the same. Two peas in a pod. Yes. We always refer to each other as each other's last brain cell because we are the evil twin. Yes. Treacherous. Treacherous twins because me and Cash, first of all, we done seen each other through all that shit. Yes. I, me and Cash, we know each other on social media, of course. You know, everybody knows each other. And plus, Milwaukee is as small as my fucking pinky finger. So we knew each other from social media. And then we started hanging out. I think we met at Jordan's party. That's when we first, like, met in person. I honestly, I, to this day, I don't know if it, all the fucking alcohol I fucking drank in my short years of living. I cannot tell you how we met. Dog. I don't know how we met, but I think that that's the party. <laughs> but next thing you know, I was fucking couch surfing on her couch because I was homeless as a bitch, basically. Yep. And she just let me fucking stay with her and her fucking nigga. It wasn't even at my house. <laughs> it wasn't even my house. And I sure was there like that was my <laughs> shit, bro, with they fucking dog. And I was chilling. So, <laughs> yes. And then we threw parties together. Yes. This was my sidekick. We was doing our fucking Made thing. a lot of money. Making a Took lot of a money. a lot of niggas. Oh, <laughs> shit. Now she gonna get on there. <laughs> Took a lot of y'all niggas. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> we gave them back. <laughs> Did we? They ain't stay for long. <laughs> I'm just saying. But yeah, so I'm just happy. And now we're moms. Now we're fucking mothers. God's plans. Who? First of all, who the fuck let us be moms? First of all, how about we weren't even talking when we found out we were pregnant? And I, I think I dropped 
my pre- like yeah i dropped I, I popped out and said i was pregnant and here come this bitch like can i call you <laughs> 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 folks what do you want <laughs> and here she go i'm pregnant too i'm like oh my god four weeks apart we meet again <laughs> we meet again on crazy ass circumstances again yeah this my nigga man this is my nigga you're for real do you miss throwing parties yes and no Yes, because, like, the money was there, money on the floor. The vibe, not even the money, honestly. The money was a plus, but, like, just the vibe of, like, bringing all these people together and just having, like, an enjoyable time. I feel like that feeling is unexplainable, and you can't remake that a lot of times. Yeah. But now it's, like, I'm I'm grown, and I don't really enjoy going to the club no more. I'm Like, my memories are more so, like, I want to go make candles and shit. Yeah. I want to go travel and shit. Like, Hell the club yeah. for me is like, this is nothing. We done threw like packed ass house parties, people crowd surfing. Why would I want to be here? <laughs> That's man. I swear. Like the house party scene, not even the house party scene, just the energy that we created specifically, because I feel like, a, like, and this is no diss to anybody else, but nobody else parties was having no. the same energy as us. You couldn't, re- you couldn't remake a party. Like you couldn't remake like, I really think, like, you on your own, you were, like, cracking, period, point blank. Your party was already going fucking nuts. But then it's, like, two fucking girls who are under 18 fucking throwing fucking parties Over. like this. You mean under 21. Under under 21. Were we 18? Yes, I, we no, was I wasn't. Bitch. I was 17, I folks. was not in high school. Because I, I didn't start 18, throwing parties I was until, 17. I didn't start throwing parties until I was in college, so I was in school. Yeah, but I started college when I was 17. Oh, I, I was 18. I literally met you. You're not older than me. I'm older than you. Yes, so then you had to be 18. I was not 18. I'm not going to argue with you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we're either over 18 and under 21, whatever. We were literally going to work and funding this shit out of our own pockets. And, like, it was just different. The way that people fucked with us was different. It was different because, like, we just knew people from all different walks of life. We knew everybody, young, old. We knew motherfuckers that owned this place. We knew motherfuckers yeah. that did DJ. We knew motherfuckers that owned this liquor store and was here and yeah. was there and that could do this and that could do that. And, you know, if you needed it, we got we it. either got it, we know somebody that got it, or they know somebody <laughs> exactly. that got that shit. It was, it was, it was just a crazy time. It was literally. a time to be alive. Yeah. And I definitely feel like once we linked up together, that's when shit just was like, okay, we're just going to go up. It peaked. <laughs> it peaked really fast. Like, I don't think that, you know, I'm not going to lie. We knew that when we threw that first party together, the um, ride, the drive the boat party. Yes. We already knew. We were like, this shit's going to go fucking crazy. I think it exceeded our expectations. Yes. We crashed we were the like, boat. Yeah. The boat was crashed. <laughs> Needed to be rebuilt. <laughs> And then I think we end up throwing a party with Danny. That party went crazy. And we're just like, nigga, we about to just keep going up until we can't no more. Literally. Literally <laughs> till we cannot no more. And man, I just, I think about it. And same thing like how you were mentioned about being in the club and stuff like that. Like, it's just a different vibe. Like, being in the club, like, yeah, you be lit and stuff and you be drunk. But it's like... We was wild. We was wilding out. There wasn't no people standing on the roof shaking their ass. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't blocked off traffic from literally block after block after block. People on top of fucking cars dancing. Dancing. Motherfuckers in the street. The vibe never ended. 
The vibe never ended. It never ended. Like, and it was shit. It was shit that was going down at parties that motherfuckers didn't even know. Yeah. Like, People niggas would come in. Niggas would come in the party. They'd be like, yeah, Angie, I just fucked this bitch in the car. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. People mm-hmm. busting out coke on the table in the middle of, like, everybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it you don't see second. that shit at clubs. No. At least in Milwaukee. I feel like if you probably go to, like, different states. No. I feel like different states, they club. They doing coke they in the bathrooms. They club way different. Like, I've I've been out in Atlanta. I've been out in Florida. They, they club. Like, they party. Like, I will party out of state. But here in Milwaukee, everybody is so, like, stuck on, like, social status and what, what, how many followers you have on Instagram, whereas, like, the house parties that we threw, it didn't matter who the fuck you were. We're all over here drinking for free. Yes. We're all over smoking each other's weed. Like, honestly, we probably were the most unsanitary, unsafe people ever. COVID? Oh, my God. Pretty sure we started COVID. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fucking sure, because you, like, people were just passing blunts to us. Like, we all drinking off the same bottle. Like, but it's just, it was just so carefree. Like, that's, you can't remake that. Hell yeah. Like, you had white people, black people, Asian people. I remember somebody, and that, this is probably one of my most favorite moments. Somebody had an oxygen tank. She was what? hooked up to an oxygen tank and she was at the party. And I'm like, you're fuck you lit ass bitch. I fuck <laughs> with you. Where was like, I? <laughs> bro, I don't know, bro. But I remember she came in, bro. Then where I should say, she sat right down and she was drinking. Like, I think she had her own bottle of big ass fucking Hennessy. She was drinking that motherfucker. She was going crazy. I'm like, you're my nigga. Yeah. I fuck with you. Like, when so it was I'm going to turn like, up to my last days. Like, yeah, hell yeah. And I fuck with that shit because, like, you know, like, I feel like you can't do that in a club. You yeah. know what I mean? Motherfucker gonna be looking at you like, what the fuck you doing here? Yeah. And shit like that. Like, it never was like a, what the fuck you doing here? It's like, nigga, why you not here? Exactly. If you if you anywhere else, why you, you know, why you I not mean, here? I mean, I feel like at that time, people was either, <clears throat> you either at the club or you, you at an Angie party. Yeah. Like, it's either one or the other. We had grown motherfuckers up in the parties, like, and they was paying. Hell. We was up in the price. I mean, I couldn't even tell you what the price was for, I really couldn't. I know we started off at like, five dollars for girl, well girls were free until 11 yeah and then niggas was five and it went to 10 shit our last party people was paying 50 dollars to get in yeah i think so, somebody paid a hundred dollars to get in one I time i can believe it i don't think we saw the hundred somebody probably pocketed that one sarge i want my money <laughs> listen <laughs> me and sarge listen it's a couple people i ain't gonna name no names man like that last nigga it's because we was so he owes some bands <laughs> die and that's why everybody is always talking like, oh, you should throw another one. And it's like, I am at the age where like I am grown as a bitch and I have a daughter yeah. and I don't have a livelihood I have to think about. I don't think that people think of how, I don't know if traumatic is the right word, but I would go, I'm going to use traumatic, how traumatic our last party was. It was traumatic as a bitch. Like that shit scared the fuck out of me. It, it went scarred low after that. It was low. Off the face Radio of the fucking, fucking silence. Earth. You will not find me. I'm not even at my job. Like, <laughs> I'm not at work. I don't know. It was, it was a traumatic experience. And like, we've dealt with people shooting stuff like that. But I don't think people understand. We were already surrounded by police before anything even happened. Like, police were already sitting in the alley. So I'm just surprised we never went to jail. I mean, how out of all the people, we was gonna go to jail. You know what? We probably would have. We was was facilitating that shit. They were going to be like, who the fuck shit is this? Angie and Cash? Who? Where the fuck y'all at? Who? (laughs) Who? (laughs) My name is Angelina. My name's Kashara. What are you talking about? I don't know who the hell that is. Cash? That's with a C, right? (laughs) (laughs) I know her. I follow her on Instagram. 
Her Instagram gone, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> she moved out west, y'all. <laughs> Man, I swear that last party was traumatic as a bitch, and that shit was just so scary. Like, it was like, and it was like, no matter how much fun we had, I feel like after that, we knew how serious it got. And yeah. we like, we cannot be putting people's lives in danger because I feel like we both cared about everybody who came to our parties. Like, we may have not known everybody's name and we didn't know everybody's, you I know. I think it was the ma- the majority of the people that were there, we knew we yeah. knew them. So it plus, was that. Plus, Milwaukee's small as fuck. Yeah, it was that. And then also, like, what, I think the the same night or the next day, people were talking about somebody got shot. Somebody got somebody killed. died. Like, somebody OD'd. Like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. Whole we, time, nothing happened. Nothing. Nope, nothing fucking happened. Motherfucker just a little shook up. Just, just a little skirt. Wig was <laughs> sliding off the fucking walls. <laughs> I'll never forget that fucking video, Christine, bro, with her fucking wig. And she putting on the wig in the part. Like, what made you? Bro, let me tell you how when the shooting, because you, the, Angie was on top of the, or the shooter was on top of Angie shooting, first of all. Stacy, big ass pushed me down. I was sitting on the ledge. She pushed me down. So I'm on the ground. People are trampling me. I'm over holding on to my wig. Like <laughs> I just spent my whole check on this 30 inch wig. I'm not taking this with me with y'all. <laughs> Stacy dragged me like, get up. I'm like, where's Angie? I'm like, yeah. where's my people? Where's my people? All I know is I'm like, I cannot forget Zaria. I'm like, hell no. Nah. I'm like, Bro, her mom is going to whoop my ass. I was looking for you. I hit that corner. I seen those fucking police. They had all these niggas on the ground. They turned that AK to me. I said, oh, wrong way. <laughs> Lexi wrong got us way. here, though, quick. She Real said, quick. my people in the fucking car. And that was car. Lexi last party. Yeah, Lexi was like, I'm going back to fucking Kenosha. She'll never party again. Fuck <laughs> you, ghetto assholes. I'm going back to the fucking border. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Man, people do not know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I feel like I, like I said, I have one... One more, one more event, but it's going to be organized and it's going to be secured and it's going to be a real life, like established thing. Like it's not going to, it's definitely not going to be in a fucking house. I can tell you that yeah. unless it's like in a big fat ass mansion. See, like that's the thing though. I don't think, well, we can't do we can't that in Milwaukee. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that it'll ever be the same. Like once you say it's going to be established, it's going to be a club. Yeah. Like it's going to be a club. So it's like. Y'all can act all day, but who who providing the house? It's Y'all don't really understand. the venue, and it need to be a mansion. It just need to be a mansion. That's it. The money we put into parties, and a lot of it we didn't even pay up front. Like people don't really know the behind the scenes of that shit. Man, bro, it was always a deposit. Nudie didn't get paid a lot of times. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> We respect because, the because, bro. If we didn't make no money, because there was, you know, every party wasn't a hit. Yeah, and there was times where you know. And sometimes, shit, when you got motherfuckers at the door, money coming up missing, mm-hmm. money not accounted for, oh, this gone, this gone, or this happened, yeah. or, you know, this fucking shootout, the police scatter, everybody got to go home, and you motherfucker ain't answering their phone and yeah. shit, plenty shit that happened. So, shit, that was we wasn't getting too. paid, nobody wasn't getting fucking paid. I think so. a lot of people took 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 advantage of the fact that, like, oh, they two young girls. Like, and we drunk. Like, we still, like, we we hosting, so we want to be part of the party. So it's like, we'll try to switch off at the door, but in the long run, like, we're not going to stay at this door, folks. We are the life of the party. Like, Hell people yeah. came here to, you know, have fun. They also ha- came here to have fun with us. us so yeah. shit's fucking crazy. It is what it is, though. Shit, you live and you fucking learn. Definitely learn. 
a lot of shit. Oh, so cute. Little babies. <laughs> and now look at us. Now we're fucking moms. And our babies are going to be like, mom, can I go to this party? What are you going to do if Sage asks that? Yes. I'm going to drop her off. Uh, I'm going to drop her off because I feel like that's like, you know, like on TikTok, there's like um, things in my life that has altered my like, oh, bank brain altered my brain. Partying has altered my like how I look at shit and yes. like that's you need to live your life, Hell girl. Yeah. If you need to, if that's how you gonna go find yourself, I'm all here for it. Don't do fucking cocaine. <laughs> Don't do any hard drugs. Like if my child says she wants to smoke weed, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it first before you just go smoking anybody's stuff. Yeah. And if you're gonna party, party, but party responsibly. Like I'll prefer to, for her to go party with somebody. Like if her and Olivia wants to go to a party, I will drop them off. Yeah, and I will pick y'all up. Just make sure you let me know what time y'all are really ready to leave because I know what time parties really in. Like, Hell and yeah. don't fuck nobody in the bathroom, folks. I'm <laughs> gonna be scared. I'm just gonna be terrified. I don't know, me. I don't know. I think I am because I don't want my baby to be like, my mom don't let me do shit because I'm definitely that gonna let her a do sneaky shit. kid. Yeah, and plus, know you know, when you're like a teenager, that. like I never went to parties when I was a teenager. I started partying after I turned yeah. 18. So it's like, see, I was going to um. But I think I started going out when, like, Steve's guys was out because, like, I wanted to be with them. And then, do you know who Cub Boys are? Hell yeah. I used to be at, me and Key used to be at the Cub Boys parties. Oh, and the my AG God. <laughs> I was outside. Like, I, once once I hit, like, eighth grade, that's high school, I was out here. I was a fucking lame. I was outside. I damn near was still listening to One Direction at, in eighth grade. Like I met, I met Sarge in eighth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Like I, that's when I met Sarge, Johnny, all them. Like mm. they knew me since I was a little nigga. Now it's now it's like y'all some old. Yeah, I met Sarge when I was in uh ninth grade, yeah. freshman year. But yeah, I don't know. Sarge hated me. Did you know that? I hated Sarge. Sarge hated. He used to be so mean to me. He was a mean ass man. <laughs> he was just so mean, like for like, no I reason. Forced, I forced him to like me, <laughs> cause I used to hop in his car and like you're gonna drive me off at home now. Uh, and he'd be like, no. I'm like, well, I'm not getting out. So he hated me. Him and Jordan, yeah. No, I hated Sarge with a passion. Really? Yeah. I just wanted to hug him all the time, cause he's just big. No. <laughs> He was an asshole. Everybody yeah. was an asshole, though. He's still an asshole. Because I was like a little fucking, I obviously. We like the annoying little sisters. Like, that's what that was. But I was like the annoying, like, geeky little fucking sister. <laughs> like, bitch, I was fucking like 98 pounds. I didn't have no titties, no ass, no nothing, bitch. I used to wear nerdy glasses and fucking rainbow color boots. I was the same way, shit. No, bitch. But I, I, was, was, I was, you know, Steve's guys. I wasn't really part of the Steve's guys, but I feel like I no, was. No, bitch, I was a fucking. I was a. What was that? I'm going to pop them tags. <laughs> I was shopping Get at the thrift Malcolm store. Get your fucking ass out of here. <laughs> I was a thrift store baddie. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember going to a thrift store a lot. That was a that was a, um an era. That was an era. Man, making your own t- t-shirts, fringing them. Mm-hmm. Wearing oversized stuff. Looks. Yeah. I used to ride skateboards. Like, that's how cringy I was. But I fuck with it. Cause I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm cool as a fuck. You get what I'm saying? Like, Sage got a cool ass parent. Period. I do feel like I'm a cool ass mom. Yeah. I'm a hot ass mom. I'm a fucking milf. Young, hot, and fucking turn. Yes, these niggas are mad. These bitches are mad. Can't do nothing about it. Can't be a. Not you everybody can have this you lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. Scrum and Lord, we yum, got yum. it. <laughs> 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 so let's get into that since we're on the topic of being a hot mom. Right. Being a young turnt hot mom. Amen. 
man. I just can't believe it. I say it every single day. I'm like, I cannot believe it. Like, I'll go through my phone and I'll see pictures of like Sage and Olivia, like when they were like real like babies, like the first time they met. I'm like, these two little nuggets Mm -hmm. are now these fucking toddlers running around. Raging gremlins. Raging, literally. It's like they're both one years old. Mm -hmm. Like a whole year has passed. And like now we're at this point, like they're only getting older. Yep, it is. Um, it's crazy. I can't. I can't even put into words how it feels to be a mom. Besides, like blessed. Yeah, it is blessed. But I think, I don't know. If I had one word to put into being mom, to being a mom, insanity, emotional roller coaster, emotional fucking <laughs> roller coaster, bro. From the day you get fucking pregnant, mm-hmm. it's just up and down and all around. It's just. It's a memorable experience. It's a once in a lifetime experience, but I don't know. Can you? Uh, it's not a once in a lifetime if you want. Well, yeah, if you one. want more, but I'm saying. But the like, first time is like nothing's is. nothing's the same as the first time because I mean, if like I want, I eventually do want another kid. Just one more, and then I'm done. I can like take my uterus, but it'll never be nothing like the first time when you literally know nothing. Yeah, I'm still sitting here like yesterday. Cause my fucking baby has a diaper rash and I'm like, what the fuck? And her poop was white. I'm like, am I even a good mom? <laughs> I'm sitting here like, am I a bad mom? Yeah. Like, I don't fucking know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know shit. I go on Google for 98% of anything Google that fucking happens. Google until you dying. So. I, I call Cash like, is this normal? <laughs> her baby's only fucking like four fucking days older than mine. <laughs> but I think, I think that I really be a little bit more chill than you. You <laughs> are. Like, no bro <laughs> you're definitely more chill like me i'm like so anxious about yeah. everything and i'm like well this is not normal and then i go to the doctor and like there that's fucking normal yeah. bitch. i just be like dang this is a little human like it's it's not that deep like sage and sage and broke on the hives and i automatically knew like you're like used to cats folks like i know that so here goes bro, some Tylenol, no, i don't know anything and i'm scared i'm like am i gonna break her like am i gonna break my baby no girl your I baby's to- gonna break you Sage and busted my lips so many times. Y'all don't understand. Like having a kid is like having an op that you can't fight. (laughs) It's literally like having your own personal op, in-house op that you cannot fight. They sure don't want you to fucking win. I could tell you that. They sure don't want you to win because Olivia terrorized me for fun. She terrorized me, then laugh in my face. Like, that's really crazy. Like, you really laughing at me. Like, if you was my size and you wasn't my kid, I would deck you in your shit. That clown-ass bitch. Yeah, she'd be looking at me like, you clown-ass bitch, and pick it up while you at it with your maid outfit. And make my plate, too. <laughs> I be mad, like, bro. What that text I say? Make my shit right, bitch-ass nigga. She really be on that, bro. Like, she be punking my shit. And I be like, and I still love you. Me and Sage just have stare-downs. I tell Sage all the time, you really don't want no smoke with me. <laughs> you really don't want no smoke with me because I really take it there. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and who going to do something about it? Because you're mine. Like, you're Die. my kid, folks. Imagine when our babies turn teenagers. I'm ready. I'm, I think that's going to be so fun. I I don't know. I started smoking again. So, I really just be chill. I can't believe you started smoking again. I have to. It's a, I really think. I used to have like to fucking a, beg this bitch to hit the blunt. But before that, I was a fucking stoner. That's the crazy part. I have my phases, like. Yeah, because I remember when we was throwing parties, we was getting high as, as a, a bitch. bitch, like for no reason. Off, we would like eat edibles just because they was there. 
I'd be like, fuck it. I just made a fresh batch. Y'all want some? Shit. For no reason. <laughs> no reason. Just high and shit. And I realized, like, if... I'm not going to say, like, I can't function if I'm not high. But, like, when I'm high, shit does not fucking phase me. It like, definitely doesn't. I just be like, oh, all right. So what are we about to do about this? Like, Bro, it's like when I... when I Because sm- I'll... I try not to smoke. And I'm not smoking for the new year because I'm trying to get some shit together. Yeah. But... That's and a I, responsible smoker. Like, when you yeah. can, like, go on and off, I fuck with that. That's how I am. Yeah, and, like, if I'm, like, and I'll smoke, like, when I'm real anxious, like, when I just had a fucked up day, like, I need to fucking smoke right fucking now. Yeah. I hit that bitch, and I will laugh at myself, like, bitch, it was never that serious. <laughs> like, real life laugh at myself, like, bitch, you really sat there and got fucking hyped over this stupid ass shit, like, bitch, yeah. go lay your ass down. Go have a snack. I think that when Sage is a teenager, I'll be fine. First of all, you a teenager. I'm young, hot, and turned still. At 45, I'm... <laughs> y'all see this ass. Come on, now. <laughs> Come on, now. Dog. Like, stop playing with it. So, I think I'll be fine. Like, if I... I mean, if I have another kid, I I think I'll still be fine. I really just... I don't think that Sage is going to be no bad kid. She's not in a bad environment to be a bad kid, so... Yeah. I don't think that Olivia's going to be a bad kid, but I do think she's going to have a smart-ass mouth. Oh, definitely. Most deaf. She is my kid. Most deaf. And I can already tell with her mannerisms now. She act. She literally is like a split person, like between like me and her dad. Like I can definitely see like where her dad comes in. I can definitely yeah. see where mine is. But again, I feel like it's all about how you raise your kid. It is. It definitely. I definitely think that environment to make is like a a big chunk of how your child comes out in life. Yeah. But like, say you don't have a slick ass mouth. I just don't think it's gonna phase me because like. You don't want no smoke with me, folks. See, like, that's to me. I'm, I'm emotional as a bitch. Like, Olivia's going to say some slick-ass shit, and I'm going to cry. And I'm going to call you, like, guess what Olivia said? She fucking hates me. She slammed the door in my face. You know, if Sage like, said that she hates me, that's, only, that's the only thing that I think that makes me cry. But, like, if Sage's having a temper tantrum, she just, she talking her shit, I'm like, get your shit off. Get your shit off. Like, I I think I'm honestly going to encourage my kids to cuss. Like, express express yourself. Like, I really want to be that parent. I don't I know do if that's, like, want a my daughter to express parent, herself. but, like, I want my kid to be able to like, Mom, you like really pissed me the fuck off. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Don't get too disrespectful now. Yeah, it's a difference, and yeah. it's all about delivery. You know, if you're if you're explaining yourself and explaining your feelings, and that's one thing. But if you're like directing that shit yeah. towards me, it's like I right, hold your motherfucking horses, nigga. Yeah. I got that from my mom because my mom, she's very, 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 very open about just everything like mm-hmm. me and my we didn't all sat in a circle and had a conversation about sex before like and i'm the only girl in my family so it's me and my three brothers and like then all time like they're losing virginity stories and stuff like that like i want to be that close to my kids where they feel comfortable to talk to me about stuff like that because i think that's important that is super important and that's definitely what and i i talked about this before i talked about, i made a video about this but i think it is super important that your kids like have that space to be yeah. vulnerable and to talk about what's really on their fucking mind because i feel like when kids are shut down and when they're scared to talk about their feelings or they're scared to come to their parents and because of like consequences or yeah. retaliation from their parents then that makes them like shut out and shut down and like push you away and shit like that and like i definitely don't want that because i feel like that's how i was like i was very much shut down from an early ass <laughs> age with my mom and shit like that 
and I definitely do not want that for my kid. Like, yeah. I want Olivia to be comfortable. Like, I don't want her to think, oh, my mom, my mom's going to beat my ass or my mom is going to be so mad. I want her to be like, no, I need to tell my mom because mm-hmm. I need some advice or she's going to know what the fuck to do or to say. I think the last generation of parents, like the last, I don't even know my mom would be considered the last generation of parents, but like the last, I'm not going to put my mom in it because I think my mom, what she always says, like, I'm never going to forget that I was a kid once. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you have a kid, I don't, some people forget that they were a kid and they forget the shit that they, that they went through and then some parents don't. It's like, you're going to go through all this stuff. You're going to go through all these fake friends, all these like life blocks. You're going to have all these, I guess, ops in the world. Why would I want to be your op? Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like well, out of all these things, why would I want to be your op? Like the least I can do is be your fucking captain save a hoe. If yeah. you want to call it that, like come to me before anybody, because no, I don't want nobody else telling me about my kid. Period. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely need to be my daughter's safe space. Yeah. And that also just builds her up so that, like, when she's older, like, she doesn't fucking try to go find love or try to find a safe space in a man or in other things or anything like that. Like, that's something I'm fucking dealing with now because I did not have a safe space either between my mom or my dad. And, like, now I feel like I need to find a safe space within other people. See, but I also feel like it can go the opposite way Mm -hmm. because you have me who, like, my dad wasn't, my real dad wasn't really around, but my stepdad was, like, safe space and my mom was a safe space and now it has made me have a dependency problem Mm -hmm. so now i i have to be with somebody and like not saying it's a bad thing because i feel like everybody needs to be with somebody but i can't spend a lot of time by myself yeah so it can go it can honestly go both ways it definitely can i feel like you can't fucking win no like with parenting it's like it's like if you do one thing right then the other something else fails and then you open up another door for another issue and it's like that's why I'm like, I'm just fucking trying. I'm fucking just trying. That's all you can do. I mean, at the end of the day, that's all you can say is that you tried. And I think the biggest thing with this generation of parents is that we are all taking accountability for our kid, like our past dramas, mm-hmm. traumas. I can't talk, y'all. <laughs> but like we're taking accountability and taking the necessary steps like therapy and, you know, reflecting and just doing the shadow work so that our offspring have a better chance at life, honestly. Hell yeah, and that's definitely more than what the other generation was doing because the other generation they was just raised by the other generation. Yeah. And they were more like, you need to shut up, and mm-hmm. kids aren't meant to be, they're not meant to be heard, they're meant to be not seen or heard, they're just basically there very and private. shit like that. And it's sad, it's very, very sad, and it's very depressing, but I'm super happy, though, for our generation. I feel like all the parents that I see, and, like, all the moms, and all the, even the fathers, like, I feel like dads, there's still some not-shit daddies out there, but I feel like a lot of men, more men, are trying to be better dads than what they were raised as. Yeah, I can see that. Which is, like, it's it's nice, and it's refreshing to see, like, it's nice to hear that a man is taking care of his son, and she's like that, you know, but let's not applaud a fish for fucking swimming, but... Right. Still, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you do not get a cookie <laughs> for fucking being a dad, bro. But I think I think that this gener- I think like the this generation's kids are gonna be fine. They yeah. should be fine. We never know what's going on in other people's households, but I know ours is gonna be fine. Hell yeah, our shit's gonna be fucking fine. More than fucking fine. Oh y'all, she yawning, y'all, she yawning. Because <laughs> I'm so exhausted, bro. I swear to God, like I, I'm about to start school next week. Uh, me too. The 17th. Yeah. Same. Oh wait, isn't the 16th Martin Luther King Day? Yep. Bro, why? Power is to it? the blacks. Period. It's a holiday. <laughs> why the fuck am I not off? Why am I not getting paid? Holiday pay. 
But uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because I fucking need that. <laughs> I fucking give me my. Fu- I'm leaving here with some. <laughs> I'm fucking leaving here with something. I'm, that's my last day of work too. Damn. Yeah. Martin Luther King Day. You damn near should just take that day off. Reparations. No Tuesday. That Tuesday after. Mm. Yep. Damn. Fuck jobs, bro. I'm tired of working for the white man. I work for myself. <laughs> Die. <laughs> <laughs> they work for me. Let me tell you, I go to work and I don't do shit. Literally. I go to work to make people laugh. Okay. That's what I do. Do the comedic relief. Kevin Hart in that bitch. <laughs> you funny as a bitch. Y'all better ask about me. I don't do shit. I, why would I? Man. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny seeing all these older people lose their fucking mind over, um, like, us as young people. Like... How they say, like, nobody wants to work these days. Mm-hmm. No, nobody wants to fucking pay us. I don't want to work. I'm I not cannot get a livelihood. Like, this is not the fucking 19 fucking 50s where if you worked a job, you could buy a house and put your kid through college and yeah. have a savings and have this and have a fucking two car garage and all this other bullshit. I can't fucking live off this fucking shit. So, yeah, when Listen, I come here as a black woman out here in these streets, I don't want to work. That is what my husband is for. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Women, we are underappreciated and we have to do a lot. Why would I want to go to work? You want me to have kids? You want me to cook? You want me to clean? Yeah. You want me to decorate for every holiday? You want me to pack your lunch? Keep up with stuff? Why would I want to work? See, (laughs) and the thing is, and it's so funny because I feel like we like, the same person, but I feel like we different, especially yeah. when it comes to like shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> because me, like, I don't know. I don't I don't see myself working, but I see myself having a career. Like, yeah. you know, I want to be a lawyer and stuff like that. And like well, when I see other people working and stuff like that, like I don't think like I'm gonna be like ball and chained to a desk all day. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be working from home, you know, I can pick up cases, especially because like I am well, just depending on what type of law I wanna do. I am planning to basically work for myself and just, Mm -hmm. you know, be at the crib, write up whatever the fuck I got to do. If I got to go to court, go to court, whatever the fuck I got to do. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I just find excitement in having my career. Like, I don't know. Like, I see, I see why, like, how you want that lifestyle for yourself and stuff like that. Well, me, I feel like I could not do that. Yeah. Like, I feel like it. I don't think the, I mean, I don't want to be the typical housewife, but my, I guess what you would call a career it wouldn't be something that I would have to go to school for. It would literally just be, we have to see over time. Yeah. So I think that's what that is because like what I'm in school for now, this is just a fallback. This yeah. is honestly just me going to school to be a dental hygienist and stuff. This is just, just in case my content don't take off. Like, yeah. let's God forbid. Cause I don't, I can't, I don't see it not taking off. That's just something that I've just n- never not seen for myself. Mm hmm. I think I can go really far with that, but it's more so like, okay, if this doesn't work, well, I now I have a, I have a associate's degree and like I got some some like time in the field. So that's really all that is. But like being a housewife and just like taking care of my kid and spending time with my kid and just like doing for me, I think that that's like that's my purpose. Like I'm not gonna say my purpose is to be a mom, but I think my purpose is to just give all all the love that I can. Yeah. You know? And see, I think my purpose is like 
traveling around the world and doing plenty of humanitarian work yeah. and Girl, putting my people. yeah like being in the <laughs> yeah basically like being in the field and talking yeah. to people and going here and going there and being at this conference and this See, I'm convention. the back I'm the background friend at that like you at the rallies I got the sign up you exactly feel me? like I got the sign up but it's really fuck these it, people you know what's crazy I and I dog don't fuck your shit me Angie gives a gives a fuck about a lot of shit. I don't. <laughs> I do give a fuck. I give a fuck about a lot of shit. Like I'm passionate about a lot of things, but I, I can see myself having like a stay at home home as a husband. I I wouldn't be mad at that see, because like that, my life because that's the life I want though. <laughs> like I like if I feel like if, I would call your husband a bitch. Like see, motherfucker <laughs> be, like, be saying like really like are you fucking serious? But it's like me like I see myself as like a career powerhouse woman like yeah fucking wearing six inch heels wearing a fucking suit going doing the fucking work like that's how i see my life and like that's like what i would love out of my life being being that corporate bad bitch do you think that you would respect you would respect your husband if he was i think it's also and like also it's not like i don't want a stay-at-home husband when i and when i say a stay-at-home husband i don't mean like i want him like unemployed strictly being like a stay-at-home husband well i'm talking about like because i know most people when they say stay-at-home husband it's not really like stay at home it's more so like they just making exceptionally less than you making less than me but also like if he had like a business Mm -hmm. or like i would date like a painter or like a writer okay so somebody with a trade or yeah like something like that where they're not like at it you know what i mean or like like or somebody who like has their own business where they don't need to be like in the office or anything like that like i would and they're just strictly at home like i don't really care about anybody making less money than me you know of course I, you know, I don't want you making fucking 20K a year or something, but like, you know, you got to come with something, but like, you know, I don't really care. I don't really like get into like the logistics of like, oh, you need to make more or you need to make me like, I don't really care about that type of dynamic, but I would not mind a stay at home husband. I feel like long as the bills getting paid. I think that shit's kind of sexy. See, listen, (laughs) I would call my man a bitch so quick. If I gotta, if I gotta go put my pants on and, and lace up these boots. To hit these hit the field for you, you're getting called a bitch. Like, see, but see, but you don't want to live that lifestyle no. though. See, like I want to live that lifestyle, so I think that that's why it's okay for yeah. me to sit there and be like, be okay with that because like that's just the life I want. Like that's yeah. just the life I see. Like, I, but I, I don't think I'll ever be a housewife because my mouth. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, like no matter what, I'm gonna I'm an alpha. Like it's just certain yeah. stuff that is. You're not who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you said, it's not the 1950s, folks. It isn't. What the fuck you say? <laughs> You're not Run talking that shit to me, back, nigga. You know, and I'm real quick to slap a bitch. Hell like it's, yeah. it's so. I mean, hopefully with this one, I might be a housewife. Well, I don't know. I hope, man. I hope. But I hope you get it for real. I, I know I'm destined to be married though. Like I see that for myself for sure. What being married? I'm a wife. Oh yeah, I'm definitely a wife. I'm definitely a wife, but also like, I don't know. I like. You and have I, to date somebody that that is that stands ten toes in their ego. I for have sure. very high expectations for love, mm-hmm. and like I, and you're am, not wrong, and don't change it, huh? You're not wrong, and don't change it. Oh, I'm not. I have very high expectations for love, and I have a very big ass heart. Like, like love is like such like a sacred. It's a sacred thing for me. Like, it's a very, very, very sacred thing that I hold, like, near and dear to my heart. And mm-hmm. I think that's just because, like, my past, like, and I didn't grow up in, like, like a loving environment. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why, like, because I didn't have it, I know how important it is and how, like, when you have it, you need to hold on to it and yeah. you need to cherish it and everything like that. So, like, 
part of me is like, yes, I think I am going to get married and I'm hopeful. But also I feel like because I have such a high regard for love and like the concept of marriage and everything like that, I feel like I could see myself just being the one woman show with my daughter. Right. And like just me and her and just us being together in like a fat ass house, like me being the career. Like she's like, I definitely see that self. Like I can see that for my life, which is like, it's sad, but also I'm not mad because like, I'm just waiting for my daughter to get older so that we can really hit the ground fucking running and we can like do more shit because now like, like I took her to the fucking museum and she just sits there and looks at everybody like, right, what yeah. the fuck are you doing here? Girl, take so, that shit in. Cause uh, when she started rocking and rolling, <laughs> listen, I just ordered two kid leashes <laughs> because Sage don't sit down, but Sage also doesn't want you to hold her hand. Like we've tried to hold her hand. She drops to her fucking knees. Damn. So she wants like, she's my child is very independent. Like very, and like she has a lot of me in her. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah. But as far as like the love thing, I, I love love. I literally, like you said, you hold love at a very high standard. Even though I don't think that like, not saying that your standard's not high. I don't think that like what you ask them for is a lot. Yeah. And I think that's just coming from a place of like, I, I've been on both sides of the field where it's like, I've gotten what I thought was love and I got like my expectations and then some of love were exceeded yeah yeah like you really just be asking for somebody to get you flowers and stuff like that's nothing you get what i'm saying at that point that's just like character yeah like you either got it or you don't yeah you feel what i'm saying so i don't know i don't want i just like you be scaring me sometimes because i don't want you to just like get so caught up in your career and you like okay you know what just fuck that shit and then like later that's on down, like, why you, i'm scared yeah too. like you regret it you get what i'm saying and you be like oh like oh it's too late you get what i'm saying like i've seen people like that I definitely in my family that have gotten to that point where it's like, well, you know, I just, you know, it wasn't working out and I just fell in love with my career or so they say, and like, I just dived right into my job and just said, fuck it. And now I got all this shit, but nobody to share it with because like my boyfriend says all the time, like our kids are going to grow. Yeah. They're going to grow and they're going to leave us. Like that love's still going to be there, but they're going to have their own life to experience at some point in time. Yeah. And then like, who you going to be with? You know what I'm saying? You're going to be by yourself. So it's like, I don't know. I know. And that is so scary because I definitely see myself like plunging myself like deep into my career and just being like the I'll career boo. I haven't found that person yet. You're yeah. so young. Like We are young. 30. And that's another thing. Like I, I haven't closed that door for myself. I don't think I have. And like I am now just, I feel like I'm just taking time. Yeah. Taking the fucking necessary time. And like now like I'm just like so like involved in myself and like really just like taking a deep dive. And I know like before we had a conversation like when I was going through all that stuff with like my breakup and stuff and yeah. you were like you need to sit down and you really need to think about what you really want yeah. and those like words like resonate with me a lot and like really with when anybody talks to me and stuff like that like like that shit like really replays in my head like yeah. like I that shit like I'm like I remember well because like we that. like we kind of went through the same things with our past peoples but like you think that you want something and then you you're like no, I don't want that. So it's like you need to really think about what you want and then also think about at the same time, I want this, but what am I going to change about myself to get it? Because yeah. sometimes it is us. Hell you yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that, too, because we had kids so young, our minds have changed. We're mm-hmm. very mature for our age, and we're in this weird-ass generation where a lot of people don't want to grow up. Half of our generation does not want to have kids. So... 
we're looking for things that a lot of people our age cannot like provide us with Mm -hmm. and then the older niggas ain't shit either Mm -hmm. so it's like okay either like get with without either get like stick with what i already got or like let it go and see where it goes and like if it doesn't go anywhere then i'm fucked completely yeah or you gotta settle yeah so it's just a roller coaster Hell but yeah. I think you'll be fine, though. You got, like, a lot of shit going for yourself. Hell yeah. And plus, I got nothing but time. Exactly. I feel like I got nothing but time. And, like, I feel like that door is only going to close when I close it. Yeah. Like, I I still am very positive about the future and shit like that. Like, anything can happen. Amen. At this fucking point, anything <laughs> and everything Amen. has already happened. So, shit. <laughs> I don't know, bro. But, like, I look at you and I'm like, oh. And that's another thing. Like, I look at you and, like, you've came so, so, so far. Like, Amen. you came so far with, like, everything and, like, the people that you were dealing with and stuff like that. And, like, I just think that it's so beautiful how, how you have found, like, your person. Like, I yeah. really feel. But sometimes I think, like, damn, should I have been by myself a little bit longer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's, like, it, I, I don't ever put a time step on love and, like, how shit happens for people. Like, my boyfriend is a complete blessing. I love him to death. But at the same time, it's like, what would this have been like if I was by myself? Mm-hmm. You know? And I probably wouldn't have been able to make it because, like I said, I have a really a bad problem with dependency mm-hmm. and being by myself for too long. But it also is like, dang, I kind of wanted to, I kind of should have explored that and, like, worked on that part because, God forbid, God forbid we break up, I'm going to fucking be in shambles. But that's why you got people around you. Like, I feel like every every breakup that you go through, you're going to go through those motions where you're fucking weeping and you're crying because, and I talked to my therapist about this. I always mention my therapist. Shout out to her. Please. I need to get one. I say this all the time. Please go fucking see a fucking therapist. Please. I swear to God, it's going to fucking help you. That's my therapy. (laughs) (laughs) But I was talking to my therapist and dang, what the fuck were we talking about? You and your therapist? I literally forgot what we were talking about before that. That's why I don't smoke weed no more. Because I don't remember either. I literally forgot. I don't think that's weed, though. I think that's after having a baby. I don't know, My bro, memory that... after having a kid is shot. Like, even when I was pregnant, man, you can I couldn't even tell you what I said five seconds ago. I don't think it's the weed. This that gas. Damn, I fucking forgot really what I was going to say. But, um, but, yeah. But I was basically talking to my therapist, and... She was talking about, I think we were talking about how to, how to be alone Mm -hmm. and like just the importance of like really just pouring into yourself. But like, it's also good. Like time, time, man, time is a spectrum. Amen. And I feel like, I feel like your person came in at the right time for you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think being alone is good for some people and it's bad for others. When I'm by myself, I don't, I don't prevail. I de- like I like decrease and decline mm-hmm. drastically and it's like a rabbit hole. It's just a black hole for me. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So like the breakups, like mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, when you when you break up with somebody, it's like a death. Yeah. You're grieving. Like you really and that's how your brain processes it. My therapist broke it down. She's like, when you go through a breakup, your mind can't process being without that person. It's like you're grieving. It's like somebody died. Yeah. So that's why it fucking hurts so much. But like 
I feel like in the beginning, like it feels like you're never going to get out of this cycle of like crying and being sad and thinking about them and wanting to reach out and like even like, you know, still like wafting over back to them and going back and forth yeah. and shit like that. But like I feel like as long as you surround yourself with good people and then also like just really just like diving into yourself because that's what I'm doing right now. Like, you know, I'm going through my breakup right. for the 15th million time. <laughs> so fucking great. But you know, you just take time to dive into yourself and you just surround yourself with good people. I think it's always really, really good to surround yourself with good people because when you when somebody dies, you be around family and friends, you be around people that you love, you know, you think about your life and you try to go out and meet new people and, you know, circle back and think about everything and stuff right. like that and you mourn and you take time for yourself. Like, I think that, that those are the same steps that you should take when you are going through a breakup yeah and like right now like i and i don't know maybe because like i'm so used to being alone and like like now i'm even more isolated because i have a kid and like before when i was single i would have you know men coming over i would be at men's house or you know i was like actively actively dating and so, like, it wasn't like I was alone all the time because right. I could just call somebody and I'm like, hey, can you come over? And I could have somebody to sleep with at the end of the night. But, like, now I have a daughter. Right. And so it's completely different. Now, like, now you have to keep this space Exactly. Safe. Now I have to keep my space safe. So it's like, I feel like, and I say this all the time, but she really is helping everything <laughs> in my life. She's, this little girl <laughs> saving my life more than she fucking knows. But it's good. It's so good to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot when you just sit back and you're in your own space and you look in the mirror it's hard though it is so fucking hard and i'm not shit i i'm still not even out the woods yet but it's so hard it's so fucking hard i feel that i definitely feel that it's so hard it's like one of the hardest things Girl, I've shadow ever work done. is like that's that they didn't teach us that in high school man that's the that's the real nitty gritty. The Shadow shit that you're doing behind real. the fucking scenes, the shit that you're doing to make yourself better, to make your livelihood better, like that's some real life shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you could be working on your career or working on you know, getting money or anything like that, but like if you're not doing the shadow work, you're basically fucking withering away. Yeah. I used to do, you know, I used to do tarot cards and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had to take a break from those cuz I'm like, "Oh, y'all talking too loud." You know, like <laughs> when you're like, "Oh, okay." Like I think when people dive like deep into like spirituality and stuff like that, it's especially what I do, it's it's shadow work in a different way, mm-hmm. and it's it's scary because it's like this shit is true. Like you just called me out, and I don't even know who the f- who are y'all. Yeah, you know. So shadow work is definitely. I had to step back from my tarot cards for a while. <laughs> I don't. I I still haven't picked them up, and I probably need to, but. It also brings awareness to the point where like, you don't have to touch them because mm-hmm. like I know I know what my toxic traits are I know where like my immaturities come from mm-hmm. and I can call out other people just like my last relationship I now know what the fuck gaslighting is mm-hmm. I know what manipulation is so mm-hmm. it's like but I also know I need to work on my communication because mm-hmm. I shut down yeah. real bad <laughs> and I feel like that's like the biggest thing like a lot of people are so quick to be like well this is your issue and this is your mm-hmm. problem and it's that 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 this is you this is you this is you 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 but like to really sit there and like do the hard work and look in the fucking mirror, like really look in the mirror and be like, this is what's wrong with me. This is wrong. Like this is the reason why this is going on because mm-hmm. I act this way or I said this or I did this and I, you know, I shouldn't have done that or acted that certain way. Like to have that like level of like self-realization is like, it's, it's like 
outer body. It it is an outer body thing. Like that's the only way to explain it. Mm-hmm. And that and only other and only people that actually want to change their situations in their lives. Those are the only people that like look at stuff like that. Yeah, it's people that will literally live their whole life pointing the finger. Man, and that's so crazy. It it never ceases to amaze me how people can really live their life mm-hmm. like really blaming everybody else for everything. I believe and- in karma. I believe in like you get what you put out. And if, like, if y'all don't take nothing from this, just take the fact that, like, you're not perfect and you need to change. Especially if, like, you're, you see a pattern where nothing's nothing's changing, mm-hmm. it's you. Yes. It's nobody else. It's you now because you are literally, like, the director of your own life. But life has a universe and God has a really big way of, like, sitting your ass down and being, like, we're going to keep putting you through some shit until you get it. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, you you know, we've yeah. both been there, like, Y'all, the red flag shit is real. Like, universe puts stuff in your face for you to, like, either accept it. You don't accept it the first time. They're going to keep doing that shit in different fucking ways until yeah. you be like, okay, let me throw my white flag up. Like, I'm I'm turning myself in. I need to go and do some shadow work now. Like, this this got to change. Hell, yeah. So, you're not perfect. Change. And it's nothing wrong with, like, looking in the mirror and looking at yourself and being like, this is what's wrong with me. Because sometimes it is you. Yes, sometimes it is Not all the time. Sometimes it is you. And if you're with somebody that can't, like, that can't accept the fact, like, okay, maybe it's not you, maybe it's them, and they can't accept what they're going wrong, then it's like, let it go. Because you're just going to only hold yourself back. Yeah. Man, you fucking speaking to the goddamn <laughs> choir, bitch. I'm like, you you felt that. Yes, <laughs> you know I felt that, bro. You know my situations and yeah. shit like that, and I ain't going to say too much, but... It really is like you and if you're listening to this right now and you are the person that feels like you are never in the wrong, that you are not doing anything wrong and it's everybody else. I'm telling you, look in the fucking mirror. Do yourself a favor. Do the world a favor. Do your environment a favor and just look at yourself. It literally costs fucking zero cents to do it. You will get so much, so much more out of life when you work on yourself yes literally i can literally say from from my past to now me just taking what i learned from there and then looking at myself going through postpartum and everything it's like it's sometimes it is me and what is like what are my intentions Mm -hmm. what am i putting out to get this back Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying a lot of people don't understand like you can come off as a positive person, but even just the way that you speak to yourself, even the way that you like you think when nobody's around, all that stuff could affect your everyday life, mm-hmm. literally. So, like I said, like just work. The more work you do on yourself, the better outcome life will be, and that's just a fact. Hell yeah, and it's not the wrong working on yourself. Yeah, I feel like we and like I and I think I t- talked about this in a different podcast. I feel like we. Like, especially at this generation, we're so worried about everything else. Mm-hmm. We're so worried about, like, superficial things like money, cars, clothes, uh, you know, boyfriends, and all of this other bullshit that it matters, but it really yeah. fucking doesn't. And that and part, that part is like, Instagram is a fucking cult, first of all. Yeah. Instagram is a cult. Black girl luxury, like, lux living, that all is a fucking cult. And I've I've caught myself sometimes being like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. how the fuck? Jada Waiter, what the fuck? Like, yeah. she's 25, I'm 22. Like, where what's going wrong? But 
when you see people get exposed on Instagram, like those famous ass, quote unquote, famous ass people, and you see how they live in, what the fuck was or I comparing myself to? you see how their spirit to? is. Yeah. Like or you what see a, how their attitude is. Or you find out how they got that. Like, what it the fuck Lola Brooks tell you fucking hunting just for a hundred bands? Like, ugh, I'm over here comparing myself to you and really, like, look at what you got to do to get to where you at. Just Hell for yeah. a couple likes on Instagram, so. Hell yeah. And that's a lot of, like, you can't be killing yourself over this shit. Mm-hmm. You can't be degrading yourself over this shit. You really, like, and at the end of the day, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'd rather be... A poor person with heart than yeah. a rich person with no soul. Like I, I, what is the word that you would use? I advertise myself as a content realist. Mm-hmm. Like in my bio, everything a content realist. I don't have the most luxurious house. I don't have a fucking forty inch bus down. I don't drive. I don't even have a car. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a car. Like you know, like it's it's real life. It is what it is. Like. But, you know, especially being on the platform, I feel like you're, like, not your main, because I feel like you are on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. But with you being on TikTok, I feel like more, I feel like a majority of people on TikTok, the audience, they want to see the real shit. Yeah. They don't really give a fuck about the whole, I mean, they care about the soft girl life and all that other good shit, and, you know, the luxe life and all that shit. And But all that shit is what you make it, literally. I can have my idea of luxury, and you can have your idea of luxury. Like, yeah. Your idea could be fucking six six feet in the air high rise, like twenty four feet in the air high rise, and my luxury could just be going to the fucking spa. Yeah. It's everybody has their different idea of luxury. I think that's the thing too. Everybody put everything in such a fucking box, like soft girl era, whatever the fuck that means. Like <laughs> soft girl. Like I like I say right now I'm in my soft girl era, but like you could be like, oh bitch, I'm in my soft girl era, and Hell we, yeah. we feel like that's two different things. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like it just is in the eye of the beholder, whatever yeah, you make of make it. Make it what you want. Like stop putting the shit in a fucking box. Like yeah. who wants to be in a box? I'm outside the box. Not Bitch, I am the box. Me. Like, bro. <laughs> like I, I sell the boxes. You feel me? That's how I feel. <laughs> Shut the like, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just be so fucking pissed when I be on TikTok and it's like, okay, I didn't see like five of the same fucking videos, but they're from five different people talking about black girl luxury. Yeah. Y'all are fucking killing these fucking kids. Thing that they, got, they gotta be lash takes. Everybody can't do lashes. Yeah. How many lashes are we gonna have? Like, bro, <laughs> I swear to God, everybody cannot be an entrepreneur. Everybody can't be estheticians. Everybody cannot do the hair, no. the wigs, the nails. It's, it's and they doing it for the look. Like it's, I really think that like our generation is in the time of like we're just doing shit for the clout. You know, you we're know doing shit so for crazy? the money. You know what's so crazy about our generation? It seems like we're moving forward, but we're also moving fucking back. Like, mm-hmm. it's like we're making so much progress with, you know, recognizing our mental health and we're doing the work and we're doing our shadow work. But then we're fucking going back yeah. with doing all this bullshit on social we're media. Very, and we're self-aware, but at the end of the day, a fucking a fucking designer bag defines you. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's it's a, what's the word? Double-edged sword. Yeah, double-edged sword. It's a contradiction. Definitely a contradiction. It's it, it doesn't make any sense. Like people will literally break their fucking backs. Half the fucking perfume in my fucking bathroom was free. Can like, I get some? I got you. Thanks. My last day to seventeen. Before you leave, bitch. Before you don't, leave, don't drop this before I leave, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just slide me a couple of testers, bro. <laughs> I got you. Like a lot of my boyfriend's gifts were fucking testers, folks. Like. <laughs> Testers that ain't never been on the floor. Hell yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it is what... It, that's luxury to me, shit. Yeah, and I feel like... And that's another thing. Like, I feel like... 
I feel like we're likable people. Yeah. There's a couple haters in the, in the building. I mean, but they're hating because they ain't real. Yeah, exactly. And I happy, feel like Happy bitches ain't hating and hating bitches ain't happy. That's yeah. just is what it is. I stand in my shit. You stand in your shit. I'm not perfect. Period. And we're not the type. And I feel like we're definitely not the type. Like, you are definitely more. I feel like you're more private now. Mm-hmm. You're definitely more private now. Yeah. And I feel like I, I'm more private to an extent. Mm-hmm. I'd be going crazy on my close friends. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but like, we're not afraid to be vulnerable yeah. and to be our true selves yeah. and to really just be like, you know, I don't got all that shit. Amen. You know, I don't, I'm not sitting here. I don't have the best car and I don't have the best house and I don't have the best this, but you know, I have my family. But this is luxury to me and shit. Yeah, probably better than mine. Girl. Fuck it. Talk about that to the busted door. Listen. That ain't, that ain't, they ain't neither here or there. You get what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, shit, I, I, my rent is, is fucking, I'm getting ass raped for rent. Bro, fuck and rent. You got lights hanging from your ceilings, folks. You seen my house. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But I like, love your house, though. And you yeah, have a garage. But I, I, I would kill for a connected garage. Listen, me and my boyfriend are two different people when it comes to stuff like that. I am a sky rise type of bitch. You yeah. feel me? I'm a penthouse loft style type of bitch this yeah. nigga is a, a white picket fence four bedroom house yeah. type of nigga yeah so it i gotta i gotta sacrifice some stuff i gotta yeah. work what i got but we're not afraid to be who we are yeah no we're not to, we're not afraid to live in our truth no. and a lot of you bitches need to live y'all fucking truth yeah you get y'all out here that way lying <laughs> y'all fucking lying we know it Listen. we fucking know it you <laughs> niggas are lying too stop lying stop it's okay please stop with the fucking fake it's okay Cause baby, we're young. We're not supposed to have it all together. Amen. Now, if you're 35, 40, then we gotta talk. We gotta sit down and have a talk, boo. But we we're talk. 20. Even at 40, I mean, as long as you paying your bills, you yeah, know, you got a decent car to get you from point A to point B. It don't gotta be the best. I really think that just having your life together is should be the main point. If you're out here, I don't even know. Chilling in your mama house, but yeah. you talking about the next motherfucker. In your the only thing you got draws. to your name is a lace front and a fucking set from Fashion Nova. Amen. Please shut the fuck up. Sheen. <laughs> Please shut the fuck up. Please. Please. It's- I'm so sick and tired. And that's what, like, I don't like to get wrapped up in that social media shit and with, like, people. I try my hardest not to. Yeah. I really, it's really hard. Try. It's hard to not get wrapped up in it. Well, I'm not going to say hard to get wrapped up in it. I think it's hard to, like. Get wrapped up in like Instagram when it's people that you know. Yeah. And they over here posting on Instagram like they got motion and you like, bitch, I know you in real life. Relax. You know? Yeah. But I'm gonna let you stunt though. I'm gonna like the picture and keep it moving. But I ain't gonna like it. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it fucking moving because I don't got no fucking time I'm like a, me. I'ma congratulate the flex. I ain't gonna lie. No. <laughs> I base myself strictly off of authenticity. I yeah. cannot I cannot endorse no fraudulent bitch. I can't do you, it. I ain't say you was gonna get shared on my page. Bro. I didn't say I was gonna share the picture to my story. I'm just gonna like that hoe. Duh, you I, feel me? <laughs> I, I I see it. I see you flexing. You got it. But I ain't gonna share you. You don't got now. it really. You don't got it. But you look like you got it. Like you got that shit on. <laughs> <laughs> like I I don't know. I don't Man, give a fuck. I, I think that's that we, what it is. I hope that as a generation though, we kind of skip past this. Hopefully, I pray. We not. I pray for my fucking. Generation. Somebody somebody got to do it. Somebody, somebody got to do it. It just ain't gonna be me. Like <laughs> facts, it just ain't. Oh my goodness! Well, we coming up to an end of our podcast, and I just want to again 
I want to thank you so much for coming on here again. No problem. Traveling all the way down here from Amen. up yonder. A little 30-minute drive. <laughs> Dog, I swear <laughs> to God. But again, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing your time, sharing your thoughts and everything like that. Um, I'm going to roll out the red carpet for you. So is there anything that you want to share, anything that you want to add on, leave on the table before we leave? I just want to say thank you for having me. <laughs> Y'all go follow me on TikTok at Gotta Love Cash. And like just just keep supporting my girl, man. Like this is this is one of her dreams and she's doing it and I'm proud. Whoop, whoop. She's an inspiration. Let's get it. Let's, Let's talk about it. it. Thank it's you. It's gonna be number one. <laughs> <sighs> so thank you so much, like I said. And next week we will be back with another episode. I told you we're being consistent this yes. new year. We're bringing them out every So tune week. in, tune in. Tune in. Have a great week, you guys. Bye. Remember, be kind, love yourself. <laughs>